you are listening to By the Book. Because if you don't look at the world through the Bible, you will never see it right. This is Alan Griffith, your host for episode 33 of By the Book. We're glad you're listening. We are glad every week if you're listening, and we hope you'll continue to listen. And today I want to take up a topic, and we're going to come back to it because I'm going to be doing some talking on the family because families are in trouble, to say the least. But I want to speak specifically from Proverbs 22.6 today on the challenge to train our children. I don't think I have to convince many people that children are under attack in so many ways today. They're being attacked from the entertainment industry. Uh, They're being attacked because of their own homes, often being broken up. Uh, They're in attack if they're in the public school system and sometimes even in a private school setting. But children are under attack in so many ways. And I want you to know, and I realize you may or may not be a parent, but I want you to know that parents must accept responsibility for their children. The Bible says that children are a gift from God. And of course, there are millions of children who are not even making it to birth because of the wickedness of abortion. But children are a gift of God. And when we have a child uh, born into our family, it brings tremendous responsibility, tremendous obligation, and of course, tremendous blessing. The challenge of the scripture, and there's many challenges, of course, but the challenge of the scripture from this verse, Proverbs 22 6, is the challenge to train our children. And I fear that many people do not understand what is involved in that and how critical it is. Uh, But I hope you get it. And it may be that if your children are grown up and they have gone the wrong way, uh, it may be that you need to go back to them and say, you know, I'm sorry, because I did not do what the Bible teaches about training you. And uh, I hope that's not the case for you. Uh, But there are times when that is necessary because kids can grow up angry and bitter. Uh, They walk away from God. They walk away from the things of God. They don't attend church anymore. And sometimes people say, boy, I don't know what happened. You know, we had them in Sunday school and might have even had them in a Christian school. And when they got old enough to make their own decisions, they just walked away. And well, listen, we're supposed to train those children. Now, I want you to know that there's no perfect parent. And I see in my own parenting experience the the failures that I had uh, where I did not get the job done. Uh, But I also have many, many blessings that have come out of my children and my grandchildren, and I'm grateful for that. But whether I was fully successful or whether you were fully successful, none of that changes the text that we're looking at. And so let me read it to you, and then we're going to spend some time today talking about it. Proverbs 22 and verse 6. Here's what it says. Train up a child in the way he should go, 
and when he is old, he will not depart from it. What a great verse. It's it's a simple verse. It's a verse that is easy to understand. The challenge is, will we believe it? Will we accept it? Will we take it for what it says? Now, it begins with this simple challenge, train. Train up a child. What's that mean? Well, it's more than teach. If you have children, you might have uh, said something like this to them when they've done wrong. You know better than that. And if, in fact, they did know better than that, it would suggest that we taught them. We taught them so they know. But also might suggest that we did not train them because they know, but they are not doing what is right, or they are doing what is wrong. The challenge is we have to train them. Now, as this verse goes on, I believe there is a promise built into this verse with regard to the success of the training. The verse says, train up a child in the way he should go. All right, that's that's the challenge. That statement is followed by this. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, that's pretty clear. Now, there's a condition built into the verse, and the condition is if you train. If you train. You've got to get the training done. Now, the responsibility for training is to the parents. Other people might be involved. I'm grateful for any support that we've had uh, through the years when our kids were growing up. Uh, We had uh, good friends. We had uh, uh, relatives. We had Sunday school teachers. We had Christian school teachers. We had people involved in their lives. And I'm grateful for the support they gave. But the responsibility for training a child is not the responsibility of the pastor or the youth director or the Christian school teacher or the Sunday school teacher or the relatives or whoever else might be around. The responsibility is to the parents. And so this is what God says to us. Parents, parents, you need to train your children, not just teach them. You need to train them. And here's what is implied. If you are successful in training them, Now, a lot of people might make efforts, but they never get the job done. And so our challenge is get the job done. Successfully train our children. And then here's the hope. If you do it, if you get it done, when they are old, they will not depart from it. Now, there are some who say about this verse that it's simply a principle, just kind of a guideline. Well, there's not much hope in that, because if it's a principle, it might work, it might not work. If there is promise here, then that's something we can lay hold of. And again, I'm going to go back and emphasize, there are no perfect parents. There are no perfect parents. Nobody gets the job done completely. Nobody is is perfect in carrying out these challenges But to the degree that we are successful, we can have this hope 
for the future. So what do I do? What's it mean to train up a child? Well, first I take note of the term child. Train up a child. Now that term comes from a Hebrew term that suggests from infancy to adolescence. And I think you would realize and agree with me, that is certainly the key time. If you and I don't start getting hold of our children until they're 15, 16, 17, it's too late. But from early on, we are to train them. Now, the term train is an interesting term. It's translated other ways in the scripture. And I'm going to turn to one very, very quickly here and make reference to it. Then we're going to come back to our text. But back in 1 Kings chapter 8, Solomon built the temple. And I'm going to read just a small section at the end of verse 63. It says, So the king and all the children of Israel dedicated the house of the Lord. That must have been quite a day. The temple finally got built, and now they are dedicating the house of the Lord. Well, you know, that word dedicate is the same Hebrew word that is translated train in our verse, Proverbs 22.6. Now, how can those two things relate to the, the same idea, dedicate and train? Well, think about dedicate for a moment. What was happening when Israel dedicated the temple? Well, the term, the root term, means to narrow down or compact. That's the root meaning of the Hebrew word. It's translated dedicate. Why? Because when they built that temple and dedicated it, they were narrowing down the use and the purpose of that building. They weren't going to let that building be used for just anything. Its purpose and use was narrowed down. You might have had that experience in your own church. The building of a building often brings about a dedication service. We're doing the same thing. We are narrowing down the use of that church building. This is not going to be used for just anything. We are dedicating this. We are narrowing down the use and purpose of this for the glory of God. Well, now God through the writer of Proverbs, gives that challenge to me as a parent with regard to my children. Train up a child in the way he should go. Dedicate that child. That means compact and narrow down his experience, his life to the way he should go. We don't let our children just do anything. We don't let them just go anywhere. We don't let them talk any way they want to talk. No, our challenge is I have to get this child under control and build his character. And the first thing that is involved, I just alluded to it, the first thing involved in training is you have to have your child under control. And today, kids are out of control from very young right on through the teen years. Children are not disciplined. I marvel at how they act. I marvel at how they talk. I marvel at how they respond to their parents. They're out of control. Listen, you have to have your children under control. And thankfully, when God gives them to us, he gives them to us under control. 
I'm glad that when we get a new child, we don't get a 16-year-old. No, we get an infant who hasn't done anything, hasn't said anything, hasn't been anywhere. God places that infant into our hands and basically says, this baby's under control. Now you keep them under control. But in parenting, we realize it isn't long before that little one kind of makes a statement, I'm not planning on staying under control. And they express that by uh, kicking and crying and whatever it might be to let you know, mom and dad, I'm planning on doing this my way. I'm not going to do it your way. Well, your challenge and mine is I have to have my children under control. And somewhere along the line, not today, but we'll talk about the, the discipline that God instructs us about in caring for our children. And that involves the rod of correction. We're going to talk about that in another session. But I have to keep my kids under control. Uh, Eyes are very powerful, by the way. Always require your children to look at you when you talk to them. And they, they won't want to look at you, but if you get them to look at you, you can get their attention and you can instruct them and, and so on. But children have to be kept under control. They can't just do their own thing. And they, they do, in fact, have to be taught. They have to be instructed. And the final instructor has to be mom and dad, not some teacher, not the preacher, not the youth director. Mom and dad, you have to be the ones who are instructing and teaching your children And by the way, children today often are not being taught. They don't know manners. They don't know how to carry on a conversation. Uh, They don't know how to uh, be kind to somebody else. They don't know how to handle uh, difficulties and whatever. That's, That's a parent job. We have to teach our children. And then if you're going to discipline them, and you need to, you need to control them, then you also have to love them. And I mean love them to death. You love them, you tell them you love them, you hug them, and so on. But I want to tell you, uh, this is the way you get the opportunity to mold your child's character. I'm going to control him. There's certain things he can do, certain, certain things he can't do, places he can go, people he can be with, others he can't be with. I'm going to control him. I'm going to teach him. I'm going to teach him personally in conversation through the Word of God. I'm going to have them in a place like Sunday school and church where my teaching can be reinforced by the preaching and teaching of the Word of God. And then I'm going to love them and love them and love them, realizing there's a lot of people who won't love them, but I'm going to love them. Now, you take those three things and you do it right, and that's our challenge. That is training. And again, there's a critical time. And the critical time is early in life, when they are just little and developing. Don't let them get out of control. I marvel at some of the things that I've seen and others have seen. Uh, One story I I love to tell, my my daughter saw it happening, and I think it was a Walmart. A lady was about ready to check out, and her little boy came walking up, and he had some toy or something that he wanted. And she said, no, I'm not buying that. And he got real mad. Yes, you are buying. I want this. No, I'm not buying it. And they're arguing there at the checkout counter. And finally, she says, you take that and you put that back. And so he finally did. He went stomping off, I got, I guess. And he got back there and, and pretty soon he showed up. And you know what? He had two of them. And I think it was my daughter who told him the story. And she said, you know what? The mother bought them both. Now, I want to tell you something. If that's how you are training your children, you're done. 
you're in trouble. Uh, you, you can't get away with that. That child, if he does that at five or six, is going to walk all over you when he gets to be a teenager. I had folks call me one time, said, we need help with our son. I said, what's wrong? Well, he won't go to bed. What do you mean he won't go to bed? Well, he just won't go to bed when we tell him to go to bed. And the story went on how they'd tell him to go to bed and they'd try to drag him to bed and he'd flop down on the floor and he'd roll around. And finally, they said they would often just give up and let him fall asleep. And and then the next morning, you know, they might find him in bed. They might find him laid on the floor. Listen, what on earth are we doing? What are we doing? You have to train your children. You have to have them under control. You have to teach them how to live. And there has to be appropriate discipline when they disobey. Now, we're not covering all the ground, but here's what I want to get to at this point. If you're the parent, you must accept responsibility for your child. Don't hope that somebody else is going to fix your mistakes or don't assume that somebody else is going to fill the gap. God gave the children to you. If you don't understand that, if parents don't accept that today, in light of a world that is trying to come in and take over our children, if you don't understand you're responsible, then I want to tell you, you're in deep trouble and every family is in deep trouble who would take that attitude. Now, train up a child. Train up a child. Could I remind you of this? Every child is different. Train up a child. You cannot make that a group effort. You have three or four children. They're all different. You need to know each one. You have to minister to each one. You have to care for each one. You have to sense the strengths and the weaknesses and the problems in each one. And you have to take care of each one of them. Train up each child in what? In the way they should go. Now, that doesn't mean the way they want to go. That doesn't mean the way they are prone to go. It means the way they should go, which is all about the book that I'm holding in my hands right now. Maybe you are too. Train up a child in the way he should go. Now, the text goes on and says this, and I love this. When he is old, now that term, we talked about the the child and that term meaning from infancy to adolescence. This term, when he is old, means not 19, 20, 25, whatever. No, it means an old man, an old lady. When he is old, when he gets to an old person, when he has lived most of his life, you know what? He will not depart from it. In other words, our training of our children will affect them for the rest of their lives. And whether we like it or not, as we see them go through their teen years, we see them go into their adult years, we see them as a a spouse, we see them as parents, we're going to see a reflection of the training that we built into their lives. And sometimes that's not a very good thing. We say, oh boy, I, I didn't get it right there. I wish I had, wish I'd done better there. But our children will always be a reflection of what happened in our home. What a responsibility. What an obligation. And unfortunately, there are too many people who are not willing to accept the responsibility. 
They're going to blame somebody else. Well, listen, other people will fail your children, but you can't. You can't. Other children will let them down. Other children, or excuse me, other people will let them down. Other people won't be there for them, but you have to be there. We're going to talk more about this. Train up a child in the way he should go. What a privilege. What an opportunity, but what a responsibility. When he is old, he will not depart from it. Lord bless you.